You are listening to Making It in the Toy Industry, episode number 116. Welcome to Making It in the Toy Industry, a podcast for inventors and entrepreneurs like you. And now your host, Ajel Wade. Hey there, toy people, Ajel Wade here, and welcome back to another episode of the Toy Coach Podcast, Making It in the Toy Industry. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by thetoycoach.com. Well, Toy People, at the time of recording this episode, Toy Creators Academy is still open for enrollment, but it won't be for long. And since we are closing up enrollment very soon on March 12th, I thought today we would chat with another student of Toy Creators Academy, a toy inventor, and chat about her experience going through the program. Lessons learned, advice, tips, and you'll hear what was holding her back when she first started Started the program. Now, there is a theme to today's episode. I always want you walking away learning something super specific. The focus of today's episode is the importance of relationships. And I know you might think like, what? Relationships don't have to do with the toy industry. Gel, relationships are what distract me from doing my work in the toy industry. But the reason I want to talk about relationships today is because relationships are something that most new toy creators overlook. And they think that instead of a relationship, all they need is a great idea and an email address. That's all we need. Or a phone number. Because once we have a number or an email, we can sell our great idea and be done. But the truth of the matter is, what you really need to sell that toy or game idea of yours is a relationship. And I have to say, it's a little tough love, but if you are an inventor looking for a licensing deal, companies in essence are going into business with you. So you have to think, why would a company want to go into business with me if they don't know me? You want to build a relationship that is founded on reliability, credibility, and respect, So that email and that phone number, they can't give you those things. They can't give you that reliability. They can't give you that credibility. They can't give you that respect. But what you need, what you really need is a good relationship and credibility. So there are a couple ways you can go about getting those things. You can borrow one. You can borrow a relationship. And what does that mean? That's just a thing I say. It's not like a real industry term. Don't go around saying that to people. But you can borrow a relationship in the sense that you can hire help. You can hire someone to be a sales rep for your product and sell it into retailers. You can hire someone to work with you as a distributor and sell your product. Or you could hire what they call a toy broker or a toy agent and have them represent your product. So borrowing relationships is the faster way to develop your toy network because essentially somebody else is doing all the work for you. You know, you're sharing a portion of profits or you're sharing a monthly fee plus profits, but somebody else is doing the work, utilizing their years of relationships to land you meetings and opportunities that will be valuable to you. But you can also build a relationship, and that is a big part of what I like to teach students to do inside of Toy Creators Academy. But I have to say, when I first started the program, I noticed everyone was too scared to reach out to toy companies just as is on their own, so that's why I created the TCA Virtual Pitch Event. And what's really cool about this program is you're able to borrow a relationship in order to start 
building it. So instead of just like temporarily having these contacts and giving up a portion of your profit of your amazing toy idea or game idea, you get to keep all of that. Keep that amazing toy idea. Keep that amazing game idea. Keep the ownership of it. And you'll get to utilize this program to borrow relationships. And then if you show up like a pro during those borrowed relationships, you can then build one of your own. Now, I want to share with you uh, a student of mine named Daniela. Daniela is a graphic designer, and she joined Toy Creators Academy, and I had no idea what to expect from her. No, no clue at all. But Daniela shows up with the best quality prototypes I'd seen, I mean, years. She shows up, she has all of her materials prepared so elegantly, so perfectly, She showed up like a pro and borrowed that audience and made such an impression on them that they came back and asked her to meet yet again. And that's what I want for you. I want you to learn how to borrow and then build your very own relationships. Because once you establish those relationships, you will little by little start building credibility in this industry. And that credibility and those relationships are how people make just a phone number or just an email work for their toy ideas. But first, you've got to do the work of establishing the relationship. So here's my conversation with Daniela, where she shares with me her experience going through TCA and her experience working with this company. Daniela, welcome. And thank you so much for agreeing to chat with me about your experience in Toy Creators Academy. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm very excited to talk with you. Me too. I'm excited to hear from you. First, to start, what do you think? What's your final impression since you just wrapped the 12 weeks in the program? How do you feel about your time in Toy Creators Academy? Well, I didn't expect to go so far in such a short time, you know? (laughs) To go from nothing to believe that I couldn't present anything of my ideas or whatever to present to the biggest companies in the world and to have meetings before the TCA too. So that's my very impression. It's impressive how in such a short time, I could reach all my expectations about what I could do with my, my ideas. Well, the first thing I want to say is I, I don't want to give anybody any false beliefs. It's not like Daniela came in here with like no ideas and no like capabilities of producing samples. The reason you were able to get so far so fast is because you came to bat, like you came with amazing ideas, really well done product samples, and you did that really fast. So then the doors opened up for you because of that. But I'm happy that I was able to like connect you and make that happen. But honestly, if you didn't submit the things you submitted, it wouldn't have happened. So if anybody doesn't know, Toy Creators Academy is a program to learn how to do all of these things, how to develop your ideas and how to pitch them and how the toy industry works with inventors versus entrepreneurs. Uh, And then at the end, there's an event for star students called the Toy Creators Academy Pitch Event, uh, where you can potentially pitch to people like Hasbro and Mattel and companies you may not have heard of, but that do want to work with inventors like Kids Preferred and Alex Brands. But okay, Daniela, please share with everyone who you are and what you do outside of the world of toys. Okay, I'm a creative director and a graphic designer. I started in 2009 
2000s, designing some merchandising and gifts for kids, but I never put my experience into toys um, since I made a post-grade course of toys. Then I realized I didn't know how to sell my toys, where to go. So all my, my creations stopped there because I didn't know where to go. But mostly my daily work is about graphic design, packaging products for kids, but not specific toys. So did you say you went to a post-grad school for toys, toy design? Yes, I did. Here in Argentina, in the university, you have a post-grade about toys and games. And they taught me a lot of things, but I couldn't understand how to sell my ideas and outside my little world, you know, something like that. And when I finally found you uh, in internet, it was like, whoa, she can help me. <laughs> she can help me go there. I found your podcast, all the content you posted and everything so useful to finally go where I was trying to go before. Oh, I love hearing that. Thank you. Tell me, why did you want to design or invent toys at all? I love toys, of course. I always, when I go to a toy store, I want to buy everything because I I really love toys. Where are you from? I know you're nervous about your accent. Where are you from? Share that as well. Okay, I'm from Argentina. (laughs) And I hate doing this in English. I'm very good in Spanish. Because I, I am so much funny. I'm a great speaker. But before but we here, sign off, I'm going to let you say something in Spanish. Oh, I would love that. Okay. If you want, I can say my testimony in Spanish. Well, me llamo Daniela. Este, soy diseñadora gráfica y directora creativa. Trabajo desde hace más de 20 años eh, diseñando contenido y, y, y gráfica para chicos. Amo los juguetes desde hace... Desde siempre, eh, siempre entro a la juguetería solo para mirar y, y disfrutar de los juguetes. Hice un posgrado de, de diseño de juguetes hace un tiempo en la facultad donde me recibí, pero no encontraba la manera de llegar al público que estaba buscando, a las compañías, a presentar mis juguetes en las grandes compañías. Y realmente, este, junto a Shell, fue una bendición haber podido llegar este, tan lejos en tan poco tiempo. I was following for about a sentence. <laughs> I heard my name. I heard you didn't know where to go, I think you said. I don't know. Thank you. I will be reaching out to my fiance once he gets off work tonight and having him translate this for me. Thank you. That was beautiful, I'm sure. Okay, tell me, if you don't mind, tell me in English, what was your experience pitching to toy companies, even though you did have to do it in English? What was that experience like for you? Well, the first time was... Uh, very difficult because if you remember, on my whole city, the power uh, was turned off. So I, I had to pitch from the car with my phone. I was so nervous because I have my teleprompter prepared. I have everything to be great and to say everything how I wanted to say it. And it didn't work. So uh, it was very difficult, but it uh, was great because they called me uh, anyway. They liked the, the concept and they called me and we 
we have a, a connection, although they are not interested in this specific idea, they wanted me to submit some ideas for them every time I have it. Okay, so I love hearing that because when Daniela came, I, I can't quite remember what company, but I remember you messaged me and you're like, Agel, I lost power. My whole city lost power. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was like, don't worry about it because for students in the TCA pitch event, there's a online portal where you have to like upload things to have them reviewed. And the benefit of that is that when something like this happens, I have access to all of your stuff. So I shared my screen and then you just talked through it, but you were so nervous. In my head, I was like, don't even worry about it. Like I just felt like we we were prepared because we had the files, I could show them, you know your stuff back in front, you could talk to it. And and as soon as you got over the fact that it wasn't going perfect, it went really well, I think, obviously. Yes. Before you took TCA, had you ever pitched your toy or game ideas to anyone? Never, never, because uh, I didn't know how to do it. I have my ideas, I have my concept. I haven't developed the prototype hmm. or the system. I didn't have the materials. Uh, so I, I thought I wasn't prepared to present my ideas. So before you, you took TCA, you were struggling with just figuring out how to pitch your ideas. How has your perspective changed on that? Do you think it's possible for someone who isn't based in like the UK or the US to pitch to these major toy companies that are based in the UK, the US, a couple in Australia that are really big? Do you feel like it's possible now? Totally possible. And now I feel I can reach any company. Because really, I feel that confident, you know, because I managed to do it with so big companies. You taught how to do it. So I think it just follow the rules, you know. It doesn't matter where are you from if you have an idea you want to show. It doesn't matter if you speak like me. Because you have a sizzle. I, I do agree. Like you would get so nervous about how you sounded, but your sizzle did all of the talking. So Daniela's first couple sizzles, they were completely in Spanish. And I was like on Google Translate trying to translate every word. But even when it was in Spanish, I could understand the gameplay. And as I'm saying that, that should be that should be everybody's measure of uh, is this a clear sizzle? Turn off the sound. If you turn off the sound and you still understand what this product is about, that's a good sizzle. Or if you're still intrigued by the product, when you turn off the sound, that's a good sizzle. All of your sizzles had that. Like, I didn't have to speak Spanish to be able to understand what was going on and and know that it was great. So that's fantastic. Okay, before you took Toy Creators Academy, how big was your toy company contact list, Daniela? Yeah. <laughs> and now that you've taken the program, how big is your toy company contact list? I have all the companies in the world to reach. I just have to have the time to reach them because now I'm so busy with the ones I met in the, in the TCA, but I, I know that I can reach anyone. So I know in the pitch event, you got, I think, matched with the most companies because I just thought your product was so cool. And you would have been matched with more. I just felt bad. I was giving you too many meetings. But I think I matched you with the most companies because of the quality of your pitch materials and the quality of your concepts. But I am curious if before the pitch event or since the pitch event, have you put any of the tips into play to do your own outreach and meet people on your own? No yet. Not yet. I want to hear what happens. 
for my own, no, because they contact me. So I'm talking with Mattel. Yeah. And tomorrow I will have a meet with the team of the Hasbro Toys because they love not only my concept that they are considering, but all the presentation, all the, the stuff I made um, that because you helped me make it. They wanted to meet me and to share uh, some brief with me. So I work like 12 hours a day, so I couldn't reach other companies yet. So how many different toy ideas or game ideas are you working on today? Do you have new ones or you're still working on the ones from the program? I'm working in two main ideas that I presented at the TCA and I have other ideas within the next ones I will develop. So Daniela, we didn't talk about how you got into TCA. You got a scholarship, is that right? Yes, that was really amazing. Never happened something like that in my entire life because I was listening to your master class, uh, I think Sunday, like seven o'clock here. And I was listening to the master class and then uh, Richard there and said, hey, everyone who is here, listen to a shell, I will give you a scholarship. And I was like, what? <laughs> What? Because I was trying to take everything you put in the internet and whatever, because for me it was a little hard to pay the course because of the peso argentino and the dollar. <laughs> it's, it's not a good deal. So it was a lot for me. And I was thinking about doing it, but I wasn't sure. And when, when Richard appeared and said that was like an angel, I couldn't believe that something like that could happen to me. I'm really grateful with Richard because he changed my toy life, really. I think this is the first step for many. Um, this is because he was so generous. He was not taking anything from that. Just help someone with passion to make their, their dream come true. That was really amazing. That doesn't happen every day. Yeah, I'm getting goosebumps now thinking about it because that night... I also saw that come through the chat. And I think you saw me read it live, right? Like I read it not realizing what I was reading. And after I read it, I said, I don't know who this Richard person is, but he must be joking. It changed my life too, because I want to do this business of teaching, but you know, everything I put out is free. I don't, this is the thing I sell. So when he said that, it was uh, honestly, a huge weight for me. Cause now it's like, Oh, that's so wonderful. I have 10 spots to just give and I don't have to stress or worry about selling those spots that, I mean, that was exciting for me too. I was like, I didn't believe it. I called him the next day and I said like, who are you? Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why? What's the catch? You know, but he's great. I wrote him after the Facebook meeting and uh, I wrote him saying, this is real. <laughs> this is real because I really want a scholarship. This is my life dream. So please. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. Thanks for Michelle. Thanks for Daniela. What is the biggest thing you learned about developing ideas through pitching to all these companies? I learned how to organize the materials, what is important, how to reach them, what to not do, what to do. <laughs> I didn't know. When you know that, you feel confident that you are doing great because otherwise you always are 
in doubt if you are okay in the way you are doing. And being confident is the most powerful thing to go further with your ideas. Yeah. That's what happened to me. Now I feel confident. So all the barriers are down for me, I think. Oh, you're going to make me cry, Danielle. <laughs> no, it's true. I wouldn't say it's not true. I really feel that way. I feel confident. And because I'm so far away too from United States and from the big companies, and this makes me feel so close, you know. All this process makes me feel that I can be with you or wherever in the world. And that's great for me. As you said that, I remembered exactly what it was, who I was talking to that reminded me of this conversation. It was you. When I sent out the Toy Creators Academy notebook, you emailed me and you said exactly that. You said, I live so far from everything and just this makes me feel so close. So thank you. It was great to receive that notebook was, oh, this is really happening, you know? I'm really there. And so it was great to receive it. And it's beautiful too. I have all my stickers in my computer. <laughs> what would you say was the hardest part of Toy Creators Academy? Let's get into the hard stuff. I know the hardest part. Prototype in summer here in Argentina when no one is here to help you is very, very stressful. Just having a few weeks to make it and without knowing how to make it was very stressful. But when I finished, it was amazing to have it in my hands. I could do that. So that was the hardest part. I'm curious, how did you make your prototype? Did you use the resources in the program? It looked like you handmade a lot of it yourself too. Yes. I'm not very good at handmade, but I did it. <laughs> I don't know how, but I did it. So I took several pictures because I didn't believe that I did that. Well, I did the toy with my hands and I could make the case in 3D and I made it printed for print house. So I did it myself. Oh, you did mostly. an amazing job. And what was the your favorite part of Toy Creators Academy? The feeling of pitching was so great. Having my prototype was incredible. And then to show it and feel that everything is connecting and it's working and they love the concept that I thought I was not prepared to present was incredible. To feel that I couldn't reach these companies to finally have amazing feedback yeah, was incredible to me. And we can't share details of your project because you're an inventor and everything's hush-hush, but I want to at least tell people Daniela's inventions were not like mechanical. They didn't have mechanisms built into them or electronics. It was just a really clever use of existing materials that are already in the toy and arts and crafts world that she combined to with such a perfect theme and such a perfect play pattern that is what blew everyone away that she pitched it to. And then you had a game also, which again, didn't have mechanisms or anything like that, but it was a clever play pattern and application. And it was a very timely theme that you built that whole game around because everyone's worried about like the environment right now. So I just want people listening to know that you don't have to be an industrial designer or a mechanical engineer to be able to create something. You just have to take time to analyze 
existing materials and things in the toy industry and figure out clever ways to combine them, ways that will take a theme to the next level in play. Okay, if you were talking to somebody right now who was unsure if they should take Toy Creators Academy and they want to make a toy and they either they want to pitch it to a company like you did, but they're just not sure, what would you say to them? You can say it in English and then you can say it in Spanish, okay? I was not sure, of course. I, I thought it wasn't the time to take the course because I thought I couldn't take advantage of all the course, so I wasn't sure. But when you start, you make the time because you start thinking all day about that. So the time is now. What happened to me, the thing about you are not prepared and then to pitch to these big companies because you could taught me how to do it. That was incredible and anyone can go this way, you know, from believing that what they have is not enough to have it. So I think you should try it. Although you think it's not the time, also you think it's not perfect toy, it's a way to go to there. Don't you think the lessons also sparked a lot of new ideas for you? So even if you don't have the perfect toy idea to start, you might get ideas through the lessons? Totally, yes. All the lessons give me something to put in the toy. It was always keep me thinking about how can I complete my toy with these lessons? What can I put to my toy that I can take from these lessons? It was great because it kept me thinking about my toy during all the weeks. Before the Toy Creators Academy, how much did you know about like toy companies and all their products that they have? Of course, I knew the companies because I love toys. I researched a lot for doing my toys. That's something that changed. When I saw a toy, I knew that it was Hasbro or Mattel or whatever, but I didn't think why that toy was from that company, you know? Or I didn't know that I had to understand that. That's the real lesson here, I think, to know that you have to know the companies more than just knowing the toys. You have to understand the type of toys they create. They usually make collectibles or things with a wow factor more than others. This is a real changing game when you have to pitch to someone uh, and what they will be uh, glad to see. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's great. Going back to what would you tell somebody if they're unsure, if they're on the fence about joining Toy Creators Academy, but this time you can answer in Spanish. Eso es genial. Bueno, un poco lo que les contaba es que yo no me sentía preparada para, para hacer el curso porque sentía que no iba a poder aprovechar todo el material que había, que no iba a tener el tiempo para desarrollarlo, que mis productos no eran lo suficientemente buenos. Eh, y realmente me pasó que me sorprendí con todo lo que aprendí y finalmente con el resultado porque pude mostrarle mis productos a, a mis ideas, mis conceptos a las mejores compañías del mundo y me fue bien. O sea, de la nada, de cero, a, a que mañana tenga una cita con, con todo el equipo de Hasbro Toys, es realmente increíble en tan poco tiempo haber logrado todo esto. Oh, thank you, Daniela. Gracias. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you and talking to you today. I'm really, really happy that Toy Creators Academy made such an impact for you. And I'm glad that you could make it to all of the pitch meetings that I scheduled you for. I know it was crazy, but thank you. Thank you for being a part of the 
program and I'm going to go have my fiance translate everything in Spanish that you said today. <laughs> well, thank you, Shell. I really need to say that all the content you put there was incredible. So I could take every step of the way, not only the TCA, but all the content you put in the podcast because they were a guide to me. So thank you. You are That's so me. welcome. Thank you. Take care. Yeah. Well, there you have it, toy people. That's my interview with Daniela, and I hope you learned something valuable about this program, but also just about building your own relationships with toy companies. Now, of course, there are definitely stories out there where relationship building isn't important, but I have to say, if you are going to build one thing, you want to either build a relationship or credibility. You want to build something so that when you reach out to toy companies, you stand out from the crowd. The larger the company, the more pitches they receive. Previously on this podcast, I interviewed Tanya Thompson of Hasbro, and we learned that companies the size of Hasbro, of Mattel, get around 3,000 pitches a year. So you really want to stand out in any way you can, whether that's because you've built a relationship as a pro toy inventor, or if that's because you've built some credibility in the toy industry as a whole, and you've become known because you are a pro toy inventor. Now, if you are a toy entrepreneur that happens to be listening to today's episode, then I want to invite you to listen to last week's episode, episode 115, because there we shared a story of a student of Toy Creators Academy who is a toy entrepreneur and got her product placed in a store as a result of participating in this program. If you love this podcast and you are looking to work with me, I'm telling you there is no better time for it than right now and in Toy Creators Academy. This program is so much more than just an online course. I am there with you coaching in the group coaching sessions, and you can even upgrade to one-on-one coaching with me. As always, thank you so much for showing up here today. I know your time is valuable and that there are a ton of podcasts out there, so it means the world to me that you tune into this one. Until next week, I'll see you later, toy people. Thanks for listening to Making It in the Toy Industry podcast with Agile Wade. Head over to thetoycoach.com for more information, tips, and advice. Hey, are you an aspiring toy inventor or toy entrepreneur? Then you should check out Toy Creators Academy, the first of its kind online program designed to help you develop and pitch your toy ideas. Head over to toycreatorsacademy.com to learn more.